you for listening in on Tent of Testimonies podcast. This is the official podcast of the Tent of Testimonies International under the leadership of Prophet Dr. Fred Akama and Senior Pastor Maureen Akama. As you listen to this and other amazing sound biblical teachings, our aim is to equip you with the Word of God so that you can grow into an effective believer. In today's podcast, we do believe that you will be imparted with the knowledge of God, spiritual truths, and kingdom principles that will positively affect your spiritual life. Be blessed as you listen, and may you come back with a great testimony. So I'll talk about something. I've called it the firstborn syndrome. Because uh, it's the firstborn syndrome. I did not get a better name. <laughs> That's the best I could. The firstborn syndrome. Maybe you can ask your neighbor, do they think maybe they somewhere they are a firstborn? Maybe they're, they're the ones who have the most money at home. You can just ask them. Maybe they're the priests of the home. What do they think they are fasting? They may not be fasting blood, but is there something? And sure you get an answer. Is there something they think they are fasting? Like they, they are the, the first in something. When it comes to some things, they are the first there. Eh? Because especially coming from a church like TOT, most likely, either you are the priest of the home <laughs> or you are close to being the priest of the home. True? Because of the light that you have encountered. Hallelujah. So I believe this applies to everyone, whether you are firstborn by blood or whatever. It applies to everyone. Yes, the firstborn syndrome. You see, when we look at this, from the beginning, there's always been an issue with firstborns. And the reason is this. God marked them or marked whatever is first for his service. Whether we call it fast fruit, we call it whatever we want to call it, firstborn, they were marked for the service of God. So the devil is also aware that these ones have been marked for the service of God. Are we, are we together? Are we together? They have been marked for the service of God. So to disorient God's purpose, he has heads to hit. And these are the heads of firstborns. Because if he successfully does this, there's a lot he will disorient in God's cause. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we know that God has set these ones aside for his service. For his service. And this thing is as old as the first man, Adam. The problem even began there. Hallelujah. In 1 Corinthians 15, should be 15 verse 45, I think, around there. 1 Corinthians 15, 45. We see, says, the first man, Adam. Referring to him as the first man, Adam. And so it is written... How I usually do. Can I get someone to have a mic and then they will be reading for me? I prefer that. Give Jared a mic if you can. I would appreciate. He's there. He's around here. First Corinthians 15, 45. The firstborn syndrome. First Corinthians 15, 45. Is the mic on? Media team, kindly. Uh, 
corazón Catalina This mic. You don't want to give Jared the mic. Jared, I'll make a talk. <laughs> okay, Jared. 15.45. And the Bible says, 1 Corinthians 15.45, And so it is written, The first man, Adam, became a living being. The last man, Adam, became a life-giving spirit. So the first man, Adam, became a living being. So we see that now God is beginning the first race of humanity. And the first person he puts there is who? Adam. And we know whatever happened, happened. And uh, this first man of this first race that God created was not able to live up to the standard of God and not an example in that respect. True? And moving a bit further, I just want to scan quickly, then I get to my teaching. Moving a bit further, you look at even, it continues. You go to Cain. Cain even now kills his brother. <laughs> and now, if we want to talk of a civilization that is created outside God, we are talking, it's coming from the quarters of Cain. And now, another one, now there's Cain, Cain kills Abel, and then Seth comes. So now the people of the children of God are now to be named from Seth and not from Cain. So the problem has begun from day, day one. We have someone that God has put there as Adam. Then we proceed on, we go to Cain. He does whatever he does. Then when you go to the book of Genesis, chapter 50. Let's give you several examples and then Genesis chapter 50. Is it Genesis chapter 50? Chapter 49, 49. I need to give several, then get quickly to the teaching. It says, and Jacob called his sons and said, gather them that I may tell you what shall befall you in the last days. Continue. Gather together and hear you sons of Jacob and listen to Israel, your father. Reuben. You are my firstborn, my might, and the beginning of my strength. A good CV, what do you think? The excellency of dignity and the excellency of power. Unstable as water, you shall not excel. Because you went up to your father's bed, then you defiled it. He went up to my coach. So he skips Reuben. Simeon and Levi are brothers. Instruments of cruelty. <laughs> are in their dwelling place. Uh-huh, quickly. Let not my soul enter their council. Let not my honor be united to the assembly. For in their anger they slew a man, and in their self-will they hamstrung an ox. Cast be their anger, it is fierce, and their wrath, for it is cruel. I will divide them to Jacob and scatter them in Israel. Get to Judah, quickly. Judah, you are, you are he whom your brothers shall praise. Your hand shall be on the neck of your enemies. Your father's children shall bow down before you. Uh -huh. Judah is a lion whelp from the prey. My son, you have gone up. I'm looking forward to the scepter. Is it verse 10? 
the scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet until Shiloh comes, and to him shall be obedience of the people. So we see a Jacob is blessing his children. Hallelujah, are we together? Concentrate, because that's what I'll teach, okay? And don't dare sleep on me. <laughs> he skips Reuben. He goes on and skips Simeon. He skips Levi. He goes to Judah. Now the scepter is with Judah. And it was supposed to be with who? Reuben. But all these are skipped. Okay, maybe another one. Genesis 48. 48. Just quickly. I want you to see so that maybe your attention can be raised to what I'm trying to bring. 48 verse 17. 17. So this is now Jacob calling the sons of Joseph. Ephraim and Manasseh to bless them. Look at this. Some, Jacob does something very weird. Now when Joseph saw that his father laid his right hand on the head of Ephraim, it displeased him. So he was blessing them. Then he's not expecting him to put his hands because he's expecting that the right hand should be on the firstborn. It displeased him. So he took hold of his father's hand to remove it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. Maybe Joseph was like, oh, my father is old. I think I'm a changaniki. What's his idea? Look at what. And Joseph said to his father, not so, my father, for this one is the firstborn. Put your right hand on his head. Uh -huh. But his father refused. I may be old, but I'm not stupid. I know, my son, I know he also shall become a people and he shall also be great. But truly, his younger brother shall be greater than he, and his descendants shall become a multitude of nations. Repeatedly again, we see that a firstborn is skipped again. All these examples, why? Like, why? Why is it that this one is skipped, this one is supposed to be the one that is taking the blessing, he's not taking the blessing, now it's another one taking the blessing. Maybe some more. First Chronicles 22, 6-10. To bring attention to several examples. Because this will be helpful. And scripture comes for different reasons. It can encourage you. It can rebuke you. <laughs> so I'm not targeting anyone, okay? First Chronicles 22, 6 to 10. 6. How many know that Solomon was not the firstborn of David? He was not. He was not the firstborn of David. Actually, Solomon came from what you might call an illegitimate root. Because yes, his mother, yes, Bathsheba, there's this first child that dies, yes, the one that David, then Solomon comes through Bathsheba. So it's easy to say even that Solomon is an illegitimate child. But he's the one that is set king over Israel. Then he called for his son Solomon and charged him to build a house for the Lord God of Israel. Uh -huh. And David said to Solomon, my son, as for me, it was in my mind to build a house to the name of the Lord my God. So this was David's responsibility. But the word of the Lord came to me saying, you, sh you have shed much blood and have made great wars and you shall not build a house for my name because you have shed much blood on earth in my sight. Uh-huh. 9 and 10. Behold, a son shall be born to you who shall be a man of rest and I will give him rest from all his enemies all around. His name shall be Solomon. That is the Lord speaking. 
For I will give peace and quietness to Israel in his days. He shall build a house for my name, and he shall be my son, and I will be his father, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom of Israel forever. Maybe you can say that maybe uh, it is the father who is favoring lastborns. Okay, if maybe you are not a firstborn. Have you ever said that your parents favor the lastborn a lot? Eh? And you're complaining about it. You're like, why, why are you guys not, you know? But here it's God speaking. He says that this is the one that will establish that. This is the one I will establish the, my throne forever. Are we together? Are we together? Because we see David has several sons. There's the first one, there's someone called, I think, Amnon, who slept with Tamar. And then Absalom went and killed him. <laughs> then now there's Absalom himself who tried to overthrow his father. And then now Joab killed him. So we are reducing them by the number. Then I think there's another one in between there. Then there's a last one. There's, the last one was who? I'm trying to... And I get <laughs> There was one who was skipped. And then there's Adonijah who tried to take the throne by force. And actually Solomon now killed him. So you wonder, all these things, why, why is God skipping firstborns? Is it for fun? Is it an accident? Is it God's will? You know, sometimes when people don't want to understand, they say it is the will of God. Everything has the, in the book of Proverbs 19.3, it says that a fool perverts his own way, then his heart frets against the Lord. Have you found people blaming God left, right, center? Maybe one last example, Exodus 4.22. Now, this is to a nation. Are we together? Concentrate. Concentrate. It's Exodus 4.22. 4.22. Exodus 4.22. Exodus 4.22. You can read that one, Jared. Exodus 4.22. And the Bible says, Then you shall say to Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord, Israel is my son, my firstborn. Romans 1.16, then Romans 10.1 to 3, then I get to it. Romans 1.16. Uh -huh. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. Okay, 10.1 to 3, then we, Romans 10.1 to 3. And the Bible says, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be so saved. Th this is Paul, that his desire is for Israel. Now Israel, the natural nation, to be saved. Verse 2. For I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. Verse 3. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own righteousness have not submitted to the righteousness of God. Huh. Thank you. So we see God calling Israel my firstborn. But now even when it comes to the matters of the gospel, the firstborn is skipped. So in favor of the Gentiles that the Jews will receive the gospel at a later time. True? So you wonder, even now the firstborn nation of God is also skipped. Now it's not even individuals. The nation that was supposed to be an example to all nations, the one that Jesus came to. You see, the gospel is first to the Jew. That was the order. 
But if you know very well that the Jew was skipped. True? It was skipped. And this was given to the Gentiles that they will receive at a later time. So why is all this happening? That someone who is designated to be first, who is supposed to take the strength of the father, is being skipped. And you know sometimes for firstborns, being a firstborn is an expensive job. Who is a firstborn by blood? It's an expensive job. You have no example to follow. You are the example to be followed. Have you had parents say that they have made mistakes with their firstborn children? The experimental children. They're the ones that every experiment is done to. <laughs> they say, Kuna shule nilipeleka firstborn wangu. Hey, yes, yes, nilipeleka mstana wangu kutena. The firstborn being, it's, it's a very tough job. Because there is no one that has gone ahead of them. Are you getting me? In terms of sonhood. They're the first one there. So if there is anyone to model an example, they are the example. Okay, let, let, me, let me try, maybe turn it a bit as we come back to this. When Enoch found his way and poof, he went, by recording of the Bible, do we know anyone who had done that before? You know, it's easy to do something that someone else has done and you're learning from them. It's easy to open a business that someone has opened and you're learning from them. Are you getting it? But if you are a pioneer in that field, you are the one that will be used by people. Their own mistakes, they will learn from you. If, if you've done your studies well, many cases, businesses that have been the first in many things are not the first in terms of market even today, after some years. Okay, I don't need... Okay. Will there be a problem mentioning these names? I don't think there will be. don't think they'll watch the someone. Okay. <laughs> Maybe they might. But let me just mention, how many know that Google was not the first search engine? There was another one. Okay? If I can use a tech product. Google was not the first search engine. There was another one. There was Yahoo before. Google actually, the founders of Google actually approached Yahoo when they were master students with the idea, and Yahoo rubbished them. Who knows Yahoo today and was born more than two or five going out? <laughs> You know, at least maybe if you have an old Yahoo email, you are privileged to be born between, you know, 1995 to 205. But maybe beyond that, you may struggle to even know. But Yahoo was the Google of then. It's like I come and tell you that Google can go away today. I'm like, ah, how? Facebook was not the first social media. There was another one. Is it my space or something? There was another one. Yeah? I said MySpace. There was MySpace, I think, before Facebook. It was not the first. Are you getting it? Do you think this idea of mobile money in Kenya was first with Safaricom? No. It was with another company. You know it. It doesn't matter how many free minutes they give. <laughs> Are you listening? So this is, this is beyond... It's beyond even the context of firstborn in the home, even in business, that now you find that actually this is my idea. There is nothing like your idea. An idea is not valuable. It's not valuable. You have to implement it to deliver the value. And that bit is the most hard. I can come to you and explain to you what I do. 
But just explaining doesn't mean now you have stolen everything I have. Are you getting it? So you see, why is it that people who are set fast are skipped over? Every time. They make mistakes. It's, you see, like back again to business, just a bit, then we go back. Are you listening? Are you listening? Are you listening? It's good to be fast in market because you can be a market leader if you get it well. But if you get it wrong, <laughs> you are the case study. If someone wants to go in that line, they will learn from you. And that's why even, let's say you have a business and you have hired some people, listen to your employees. You, you don't have all ideas. They'll come to you and tell you, by the way, there's this thing you can do in your business. But because you, have, you are the boss, you know, what, what are they telling you? You are the boss. They will go out and start another company like yours, implement the idea and defeat yours, and no one will remember yours. Not guesswork. It has happened even at world scale. Are you getting it? So we want to see how is it that we will not be skipped. Hallelujah. We will not be skipped. If I'm a firstborn, I get the right of a firstborn. If there's a blessing of a firstborn, Jacob will not say, not to Reuben, not to Simeon, not to Levi, but Judah. No, if I'm a Reuben, I will get what is mine. Are you listening? Are you listening? Because it's, it's been over and over. And, and, and at least we have an example to learn from. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But at least we have some security because we know of a firstborn that did not fail. Ah. I know of a firstborn that did not fail. Says he is firstborn over all creation. So this is the first, you see, so the first race did not work. So the first man, Adam, it did not work. So God had to begin a new race. Ah. Christianity is not a religion. See, he that is in right, what is he? A new creature. James 1.18, quickly, I want to show something. James 1.18. Are we together? Are we together? Are we together? It says, James 1.18. 1.18, 1, Yes, Jared, quickly. 18, 18. 18. Yes, that one. Of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits for his creatures. Thank you. So, might be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Hey, but God is good. This will not happen five months ago. <laughs> I will ask the ministers, there are who can help me. <laughs> hey, God is good. God is good. Amen. 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 God, God remember you too. <laughs> you are receiving and you're in first year. <laughs> eh, we need to start again the teachings. <laughs> huh? The trap of firstborns, I begin with the errors. What is these things that make them fail? Number one is something called entitlement. 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 I want you to note this. The inheritance is not to the first one in chronology. It is to the firstborn raised son. It is not to the first one in line. 
It is the first one in line raised. It was the firstborn raised son. Uh, the firstborn raised son is the one that receives the inheritance. Not the first one in line. Uh, so if it is David who wants someone who is to come after him, it is not Amnon. It is not Absalom. It is not Kiliab. It is not Adonijah. It is now Solomon. Because this is the man that has the attributes to accomplish the purpose of God. Hallelujah. He says, I am looking for a man who is at rest. That is what Jehovah said. But you could not find a man who is at rest of these first four. The man who could take this responsibility is a man who is at rest, not a man of war. Are we together? Are we together? So it is not to the first one in line by order. It is the firstborn raised. Are you getting it? Are you getting it? Truth be told, you may not, don't lift your hand, your brother or sister at home might see, you may not be the firstborn by blood, but there are places you have a say. There's times when you open your mouth in the family gathering, everyone has to, or maybe I'm talking to the wrong people, I don't know. People don't listen when you open your mouth. Oh, God is helping us. Say, God is helping me. God is helping me. Okay, maybe let, let me see a common ground. Maybe you are the first one that went to university in that home. So when the conversations of university come, everybody keeps quiet. Because you are the only one that has an actual example of a university. Okay, maybe you come from a family of professors, eh, doctors. <laughs> no problem. At least your children will come from that family. Amen. Amen. Even if your father did not make you come from that family, biological. <laughs> your children don't have to complain. Sour, sour. So entitlement. So we see now before David dies, this son of his Adonijah, he, he tries to create a party. And he's trying to do this, to take over his father. Then now, Nathan the prophet realizes. Nathan the prophet goes and tells, the, I think, Bathsheba to tell David. When David heard that, he made Solomon king immediately. Are we together? Are we together? He made Solomon king immediately. Immediately. Because maybe I don't even thought, oh, Mimi, Mindio, Mindio, Mbaki, Mindio, the big brother in the house. This thing is mine. But he did not realize there's a different way to approach this thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May God deliver all of us from the spirit of entitlement. Hallelujah. And sometimes you don't know when it comes. It can even be an unconscious expectation. You expect to be treated in a certain way. I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been... <laughs> How can they give me a plastic seat in church? Huh? Plastic seats. I've been here since the vision of Teoti came from heaven. They gave me, a, the ash actually told me to sit at the back. Me. Say I'm delivered in Jesus' name. Amen. So entitlement is something that is a trap. We'll get back to it a bit later. Luke 15, 28 to 32. 
we need to move quickly. Because Luke 15, 28 to 32. It says, but he was angry and will not go in. So this is the story of the prodigal son who came back. And this is, so this is the firstborn son. This is the faithful firstborn son who has been faithfully serving, has never left the house. Therefore, his father came out and pleaded with him. Uh -huh. So he answered and said, Lord, these many years, these many years, I've been serving you. Uh -huh. I never transgressed your commandment. Uh -huh. oh. And yet you never gave me even a young goat, Atambuzi. We just have a bash that I might make merry with my friends. Uh -huh. But as soon as this came, this son of yours came, who has devoured <laughs> your livelihood with harlots, you killed a fatted girl for him. And he said, son, you are always with me. Oh boy. And all that I have. Ah. In terms of function, yes, the inheritance is by growth. But in terms of ownership, it's by rights. This will free you of many troubles. This one was always serving with the father. He's expecting one day that a goat will be given to him. He did not know that everything that the father has is his. So he had insecurities that maybe someone is stealing his inheritance. No one is stealing your inheritance. He says, everything I have is yours. Are we together? Are we together? So insecurities, failure to recognize that everything that the father has is yours. And you have it by right. You may not function in it by right, but you have it by right. Are we together? Are we together? If you recognize it, see, and he said, son, you are always with me. And all that I have is yours. Yes, when you check Galatians 4.1, you will see, yes, the function is by growth. But the ownership is not by growth. Now I say, as long as he's a child, does not differ at all from a slave, though he's master of all. So everything your father could have could be yours, but you may not function in it because of the, you're still a child. Nobody is saying it is not yours, it is yours. But the function will never come until you come out from being a child. Are we together? Am I being harsh? Oh, I thought I was. <laughs> it says, now, as long as he's a child, does not differ at all from a slave, though he's master of all. Matthew 4, 1 to 11, I'll not read it. It's where Jesus, maybe we can read verse 11, 4, 11. So we've seen that entitlement, number one, failure to recognize that what the father has is yours, so their insecurities. It says, and then, okay, verse 9, 10, 9, 10. And he said, all these things I will give you if you fall down and worship me. Ten. Then Jesus said to him, away with you, Satan, for it is written, you shall not worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. 
When you look at all these examples we have looked at, there's one way the devil always came to the firstborn, the flesh. When he came to Jesus, the one that is to be the first begotten of God, he tempts him with things in the fleshly circle. What made Simeon fail? What made Levi fail? What made Reuben fail? Are we together? Are we together? So the devil knows that you being a believer, he cannot attack you from the spirits. So he will set fleshly traps for you. And he's very interested because he knows if you fall. Okay, I want to, maybe feminists may disagree with me, but man, take it whatever you take it. That's your problem. But I want you to just think, think with me, okay? Think with me. Maybe I come from a different world. I don't know. In many homes, if this is your home, God is helping you, okay? In many homes, if the father goes to church, the mother also goes to church. Many cases, if not all. It's very few cases. <laughs> Where the father goes and the mother does not go. Many homes that have issues, there's something wrong with the firstborn. Uh, unless someone else comes up to take that role, there's someone, something wrong with the firstborn. True? True? So the devil knows, I don't need to strike all of them. There's one I just need to strike and I will scatter them all. Are you listening? So if I'm able to affect the example, I will affect the whole generation. So that is why there is specific interest, especially with fleshly traps for people who are firstborns. One of the easiest ways to, to be helped in any fleshly temptation, accept this, all flesh is the same. Are we together? What is this prayer? 11 p.m., you are holding hands with a sister. That room of yours is one. She is not your wife. Say, you are scattering demons. Which demons? Are you inviting them or scattering them? Because the devil takes advantage of the flesh. You will hold the hand. Then you will realize all flesh is the same. Are we together? Oh, I slept with this guy. How did it happen? I don't even know. Did it happen on the street? No. You went to his house, yes. To do what? Ah! Because you think you are better. That's the problem. You think you've been fasting for one week. Experiment it. You will realize all flesh is the same. Are we together? Are we together? Every Sunday, you tell this girl, I like the color of your skirt. I like this. I don't know if you say that. I... I you always, you are now a taxi driver. You are the one escorting her every day. You are the taxi driver. And then you come and disturb Pastor Ken. Pastor Ken, I don't know what happened. We were doing this. Then, uh, if you're not getting into it to marry her, sister is enough. 
This we are thinking and praying about it zone. I don't like it. Think about it outside, not inside. Say I'm being helped. Think about it outside. So you, I, I had this brother of mine somewhere. So it was somewhere and he, he dated this girl for two years. Then for the two years, Nikita out of Kiriache. For two years. Then I asked the brother, why did you leave this girl? We, we actually, okay, send you, you a track. I asked the, this guy, where is this girl? I don't, you, you used to make calls for two hours every day, put your... I asked her, what happened, brother? He told me a very reckless statement that Kaziangu ya Mungu kwa Kelisha. I said, ah! Church brother! When they hold the mic, demons scatter. So you go to a ministry, you wonder, why are the departments, Pastor Ken, not working? Kumbe ni why department? But this background relationships, heartbreaks, ministry, are we together? Are we together? The easiest way to help you with the flesh, just accept, I am not better. The day you accept that, it will be very easy for you. This good night, must you tell everyone every day, good morning? Why? Will they die if you don't tell them good morning? And actually, this is so bad, especially if it is in a, in a space. I'm talking about relationship. Why? In a space where things are not clear, okay? Good morning. Did you dream something? Okay, you want to interpret the dream or what? The easiest way to kill any relationship is to kill communication. No relationship can survive without communication. Don't keep telling people every time, this guy keeps coming back. Delete the number, block them, never visit them. It is ended. You want now to be the evangelist to them. Your case is compromised. You cannot preach for them. We have been praying for laborers to preach to them. Someone will get to them. At you, uh, this guy when I was in the world, now I want to convert them. No, you are compromised. You cannot convert them. Are you getting me? Are you getting me? Don't, don't put yourself in, in crazy situations, confusing situations. Or the flesh is a big trap. Big trap. I read somewhere, and I'm not condemning anyone, okay? I speak in love. If it's your case, God is helping you or has helped you. So somewhere, I think Twitter or somewhere. So there was this lady who was now professionally getting married. Like she, it's like her job. She, she switches marriages to. Are you together? So it's like that's her job. Like it's a profession, and the father said that they collect dowry. That is their work. So. <laughs> Hey, man, are wicked. I tell you, hey. So, in this scenario here, so someone is saying, oh, don't judge her. You know how people in Kenyans like now protecting everyone. Don't judge her. Ata wewe kama gari kona mileage sibaluna nunuanga. So, I asked myself, 
It is now mileage. You see how the devil can be smart? Trivializing very important things. So you go to, we have already been told that he, okay, need to, that he that sleeps with an harlot is one with an harlot. You think about that university you came from. The connections. Hey! <laughs> this one is joined. Anyway, trouble. Are you getting me? So the flesh is a great trap. And this is what the devil tried to get to Jesus at. Not this. Not every opportunity, however good it might look, you are supposed to take. Some of them are traps. Be keen to hear God even in your hungry moments. You might not be, have had a job for quite some time. But God has told you, don't go to that job. But you still go. And in your going, you sabotage your destiny. Are you getting it? Not every, you know sometimes, everybody wants to go abroad. Trees grow green in America. They also grow green in Africa. Are we together? Are we together? You have to become bigger than a place. So you, for you, going to America is the goal of your life. If I just step in UK, oh boy, it's the goal of my life. Really? Child of God? Let them say, there's a city in, Nairo, in Kenya. There's a young girl from there. Uh, why can't they define this place by you? Why can't you give this place identity? Hallelujah. To the city of David. So we can, we can define that city by David. I, I don't need something external to prove who I am. Are you getting it? I think as Africans, we were taken as slaves. Until today, the slave mentality has been transferred to us. Everybody studies to get a job. My son, study to get a good job. Study to become... Okay, let me... So you come from university. Let me quote, quote. The society spent money to take you to the university. So we expect you learned something that will bring value outside here. But you did not bring us value. You brought us trouble. If there is no job, create one. Ah, are we together? Are we together? So this thing of complaining, of complaining every time, of complaining every time, of complaining, you see, be careful with your desires. Don't be desperate, even if in the case of marriage, you know me, I've not had a guy for the last 10 years. I, I, no one has ever approached in my life. So any guy that comes, you have to see the dream and the vision. You, you, we have to see it. You have to force us to see it. Pastor, did you see? Papa, Papa, PFA, did you see? Like, oh, you, you are forcing us to see because, because in that hungry moment, you can easily lose it. Don't be desperate. Okay? Are we together? Let me, let me get back to what I'm teaching. I need to close this and then we get something out. So what's your security as a firstborn? What will ensure that you're safe? Just quickly then, I'm almost done with the teaching. 
obedience. Philippians 2, 5 to 8, I'll not read, obedience. Obedience. There's a high likelihood, sometimes, even in unnecessary cases, firstborn think they are the fathers. Are, are you listening? Are you listening? Are you listening? So there's that thinking. So you, we cannot have two men of God in the house. It's not possible. Okay? Get the context of my language, okay? Yeah. And I know we clearly definite, we, we clearly understand that. So there's that thinking that a firstborn can think that they are the father and override the authority of the father. Are you getting what I'm saying? So it is easy for them to even disobey. And they are usually very strong people. And we're not talking about gifting. They could be gifted, they could have all these things, but they don't follow no instruction. No one can tell them anything. You're very weak. If you can't be put under control, you're very weak. Obedience. This is what will safeguard you. Obedience. Obedience. I'll not read about that. You can read it on your own time. Honor and learn from your father. I'm finishing. Honor and learn from your father. You see, the sons of David, they dishonor his father. One of them goes in with his wives. They dishonor the father. Reuben dishonors the father. Doesn't honor the father. And the reason why this is important, in the book of Numbers 17, I'll not read it, Numbers 17, something happens there. I'm almost finishing. Are we together? Numbers 17, we see the authority of Aaron is challenged. So God tells them, bring these rods and put them here. Then tells them, let's see what happens overnight. Then overnight something happens. The rod of Aaron buds. True? It buds like it's something grows on it. Then God has it to be put as a sign. Is it 11? 1711. Number 1711. Can just maybe read that. Number 1711. Thus Moses did, has he commanded? Verse 12. No, just leave it. It should be between verse 1 and 10. We can read it later. Let me just explain what I want to say. But the rod of Aaron buds. Because there's something about honor. And please listen to this one. There's something about honor. Life flows through authority. If you dishonor or misalign yourself in terms of authority, life will not flow to you. Therefore, you will die. Because there is no life to nourish you. Are you listening to this? It's the rod of Aaron that budded. Where there was authority, that is where life was. 
So anytime you misalign yourself and it comes to the question of authority, you're making life not to flow to you. And what this will lead to, you will dry dead. Your life is not moving ahead just because of misalignment. Honor authority. I was saying somewhere some days ago, authority is absolute. You don't honor people because you feel like you should honor them. You honor them because they deserve it. Honor is given to whom it is due. Even if your father is a drunkard, they don't need to deserve your honor. They, de they deserve it. By virtue of rank. Are we together? Grow yourself. That's the last thing. Grow yourself. Seeing that have you been helped? Grow yourself. Because as much as it is by right, the function is by growth. You can't be a child for all those years. Grow yourself deliberately. Take responsibility. Okay? Take responsibility. Stand up on your feet. And just close your eyes and just pray and thank God. Just thank God for the word that wherever you've been placed as a firstborn, you will not miss your blessing. Don't look at me, respond to the word. Ah, Lampa Dagadier, Zol de Mengri Caldier Nosia, Mento Labaradi, Zoncrati Gonaladinos. I want to hear you praying, we're not praying, I want to hear you praying. That that thing will not make you pray, pray, pray. It will not make you miss your blessing. Oh, this firstborn problem that has been there from the beginning. Is it entitlement that has enslaved you? Is it the acts of the flesh? Is it dishonor? Oh, we will not miss. Come into Prediel Domindre Casier Delingo if you are the firstborn in that business, you will not miss. If you are the firstborn of your home, you will not miss. You cannot pray like that. Hala Grentega Daya. Eh, Kadegebo Saliman. I will not be skipped. Kame Langiro Preso. God is helping you. God is helping you. 
This is our culture. We know honor. I want to make a, a quick altar call, not the one for salvation. It will take a lot of sincerity for you to respond to this. You'll come here. If there's a place you sincerely know in your life that God placed you as a first one there, but for whatever reason, you are replaced. For whatever reason, that passed you. It is possible that on the strength of this altar, restoration can come your way. It could be business. It could be at home. There's something that happened somewhere. You are not really the first one. Something happened. Moses restoring Reuben. It's possible by the strength of this altar.